Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Good place to get started this weekend as we close the financial book of 2022. It was the worst year for the stock market since 08. The Dow was down 19%. NASDAQ was down 33%. Inflation record high. The Fed raised interest rates, totaling 4.25%. So as we get into 2023, Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton, what lessons did you learn from last year? When we sit down with someone um, to talk about their portfolios and we talk about our strengths as as acute wealth advisors and, and our focus has always been for the last 22 years, helping people 55 and older get to retirement, then stay retired. And and what they're looking for, and one of the most important pieces of that is how do they sustain income through the ups and downs of the market through what has become for most people a long retirement because people are living longer. And and what we, we emphasize is that our job is in years like 2022, is to minimize that downside risk. Because when you have massive volatility and massive losses early in retirement, that's what can kill your ability to generate that income throughout your retirement. And so, you know, one of the things that became apparent was what we always tell our clients is where we really shine is in these years where the market has declines. We have great returns when the market's doing good. But when the market's really good, most people have decent returns. It's being able to protect those assets in in these years like last year. And, And so the active approach that we take, we're always looking for what's the probability that the market's going to to go down and how can we protect our clients who have worked so hard throughout their entire careers to build a nest egg that's supposed to get them through retirement. And so, you know, it's been, it's been a tough year for sure. And we've, we've had to, to adjust and do different things, but because of the strategies and things that we've put in place from having experience through, through 2008, right through 2001 and doing these different kinds of changes that allowed us to protect our clients uh, assets and so as we sat down with annual reviews and things like that we were able to to show our clients that hey these strategies that we put in place well before the market was not doing well that were bond alternatives that were that were safe investments have done what they're designed to do and that was to protect your portfolio along with the rest of you know what we're doing with stocks and bonds and those things and and be able to help them see look you know your neighbors are talking about 20 30 percent losses and in your portfolio you know, we're pretty flat. And we, we, while we may not have had, you know, great returns, we the, I think where we shined was being able to help preserve what our clients have built throughout their entire career. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, I think the one thing I would say, and I think this is going to continue into 2023, is 2022 was the year of the trader. Meaning if you were actually making moves to your portfolio, you had a tactical management strategy, you could have navigated through a lot of turmoil with what was going on. There were periods in that market where you could have avoided a lot of risk of preserve principle, not ride the wave down, and then be in a position to take a ride up when the market turns around. Well, I don't think that's going to stop. I think in 2023, I think there's going to still be quite a bit of volatility. I think you're gonna see, you know, still the market's trying to adjust to uh, you know, a potential recession. You're going to see figuring out what earnings are going to look like, what's the unemployment numbers. There's going to be a bunch of factors that are going to impact what the markets do. 
And so I think if, if the lesson I think that you could learn from 2022, and if you're sitting down and you're trying to list out your goals for 2023 is I think you need to have a tactical strategy with a portfolio. Uh, the buy and hold strategy this year, in my opinion, is going to have a, off a hard time because it's going to be super volatile. And if you can have some strategies and, and put together a financial plan that has an investment portfolio that's designed to reduce risk when the market's going through the crazy times and then push back that money back on the table and take a ride back up, it can actually be an opportunity to build wealth, an opportunity to really grow and come out of 2022 and 2023 in a really good financial position. So surprisingly enough, I'm, you know, I had a client, he asked, you know, what do you think is going to happen in 2023? And I was going through and I, and he, and he said, man, Matt, you look, seem pretty positive and pretty happy and excited about what the future holds. And because when we started the conversation, he was pretty pessimistic. And I said, look, I feel like we have the strategies in place that we can take advantage of a downturn and then be positioned to take advantage of an upswing and a recovery in the markets. And if we can do that, that is a wealth building opportunity. And so I, that's what I think people need to be figuring out. If you, if you felt like you didn't have a plan in 2022, I think the thing that you need to be sitting down and saying, well, what am I going to do different in 2023? How am I going to change that? Because a tactical strategy can be very beneficial in volatile times like this. Gentlemen, we were talking about some resolutions and Matt made the comment like, yeah, you can make a resolution to get in better shape. But if you only go into the gym once, it really does nothing. And we make goals and resolutions about our lifestyle. And we hit the streets to ask some of our listeners, what are your financial resolutions for 2023? To make sure I'm not missing out on anything financially. Do I have a goal? Yes. To take care of my family. Oh, gosh, I would love to retire with full benefits from my employer. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore. <laughs> she worked for the federal government. It was a retirement fantasy, not a resolution. But, Damon, let me ask you that. What are When you talk to your clients or our audience this weekend, what are some of the achievable resolutions that we should have for our finances for 2023? Well, you know, as we have people come in from our podcast or radio show or, you know, see us on television or go to a workshop that we do, you know, we're, we're out there in the community talking to people about retirement. Matt and I are passionate about education. And, and one of the big things is do people actually have a goal uh, as to when they want to retire. You want to ask people, when do you want to retire? Well, you know, I mean, they always say tomorrow, but then they're like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough. Mm -hmm. Right. That's one of the biggest questions is, do I have enough? And so then we have to ask the additional questions. Well, how much do you think you will need on a monthly basis for income to retire? Right. What does that look like? And a lot of times they don't know. And, and these are people a lot of times that come in that have a financial advisor that maybe they've worked for it for a long time, but the, you know, getting to retirement is different than actually retiring and the rules change. And so I would say one of the financial resolutions should be if I'm 50 and older, I really ought to have a retirement plan, not just a financial plan, but a retirement plan that starts to answer some of these questions. When is my target date to retire? Am I on track to save enough money through my 401ks or my brokerage accounts or whatever vehicles I have to save in? And what's that going to look like? How should I draw Social Security? Right. How am I going to maximize that for me and my family? Do I have a pension? If I don't have a pension, how am I going to create that income? What vehicles do I need to be looking at and to put in place to allow me to retire on my terms instead of 
on my employer's terms because, you know, I mean, Ford, you know, a bunch of people just retired because they're, they're scared that their pensions aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, whatever companies, they don't make decisions on your behalf in your best interest, right? So you've got to prepare and make decisions on your behalf in your best interest. And that takes getting out, out of the door, making a phone call, coming down and talking to someone who actually specializes in retirement, because that's what Matt and I do. And it's more than just a financial plan. We've got to look at how are we going to do uh, with taxes, right? Because that's going to take a chunk of your retirement income and give it away to Uncle Sam. So how do we plan for that? How do we get the income in the first place? How do we maximize Social Security, make all the different pieces work together? And that's what we're doing and have been doing for a long time is helping people build these plans so that when years like 2022 come and maybe another, maybe a 2023, that they can survive those and still stay retired and stay on track for retirement if they're not yet retired. You know, I'll give you an example of this. So I had a client that called me up, I think it was October of this last year. And he said, okay, man, I was looking at my plan documents. I was talking to one of my guys at work and based on how their pension was set up, we figured out that if we work past this year, that our pension is going to be significantly reduced. So it had been significantly reduced in that basically it was almost an incentive that they should retire now because they'd actually make more money than if they actually worked for the next two years. And so suddenly he's faced with this idea of, okay, should I go ahead and retire? Should I take this larger pension, but forego my salary for what would have been the next two years with his original plan for retiring? And so when we sat down, we said, okay, well, let's go back to your financial plan that we had created a few years before, and let's look at what options we have to be able to replace the income if you decide to retire today. And so we went back through the plan and we had put together, you know, things and strategies that were protecting wealth. So he had a chunk of money that was not going down when the market was going down in 2022. His other part of his portfolio, we had diversified. Again, he had had some losses in that, but he had a chunk that he could pull from if he needed to take money when the market was down. And so we talked through that and we said, okay, here, well, let's pull from this account and these, this chunk of money for this next six months to a year. Let's let this part of your portfolio recover. And then we'll take these pension dollars and we'll, we'll implement another income stream from those dollars. And so we basically went back and just tweaked the financial plan that he had. And literally in one appointment, we were able to kind of modify what his, you know, what life had thrown at him how that was going to impact things. And he was able to then make the decision, go talk to his wife, and he made the decision to retire. And so I spoke to him just right around Christmas. He you know, had worked his last day, he was super excited. He was heading into retirement. But for him, he had done the work a couple years before. Hmm. He had put the plan in place, and now it was just a matter of tweaking it, modifying a couple things, and then executing the plan. So you know, he's in a position right now where he was able to retire, in what a lot of people are looking at, like going one of the worst, you know, you know, downturns we've seen in the stock market in some time. Yet he was able to still move forward with this plan. And so again, you don't know what's going to happen as we go forward. You could you could be forced to retire because of a layoff. You you know we're heading towards a recession. It looks like it looks like job losses is what the Fed wants. Again, is it possible that that could be you? Could you have a plan in place that if you got that call or that that email that said, "Hey, you're, we're downsizing and we're going to have to let you go," that you already have a plan in place that you just sit down and say, "Okay, what do we need to do to modify or tweak things so that you know we can move forward with with the next plan?" And so. 
again, I, I can't stress how important it is. And, and here's another thing I would say about that is how much better do you think your decisions will be regarding your finances if you put that plan together right now, as opposed to when you're in a high emotional state after being laid off or losing your mm-hmm. job or something happening. I mean, I think you're just going to get much better results because you're going to be in a better frame of mind to make better decisions. And so the time to act is now because you don't know what's going to come down the road, but how awesome would it be to have a plan that you can rely and, and fall back on to be able to make adjustments to, to be in a better spot financially. As we've been talking about a little bit this weekend that, you know, inflation is starting to trend down. The Fed is starting to ease off on these rate hikes. So what is the new year going to bring for the market? I want you to hear this clip from wealth advisor Eddie Gabor, who tells Fox Business that a buying opportunity is coming. But unfortunately, there's going to be more pain. And what we think we're entering right now is the last leg of this bear market. And that's going to be the most painful leg, okay? The good news is we think over the next few months we're going to bottom. So anyone that is fully invested right now, I would proceed with caution here because I think the setup is not going to be very good heading into the new year. If I'm reading between the lines, he says the next few months the bottom is coming. Do you you agree with that? Again, I think there's a lot of things that still need to be digested right now, right? So again, the Fed has already said they're going to be pretty tight with their financial policy, meaning they're going to continue to raise rates until they start seeing some of the job growth in this country slow down and actually start to decline, meaning people start losing their jobs. So what kind of damage does that do to your economy? What kind of slowdown does that require before that occurs? And how does that impact the stock market? And so, again, if I was a a crystal ball was working today, I would look out there and I would say, look, more than likely over the next six months, if I was betting right now, I would say you have a much greater probability of a downturn of a 10, 15 per 20 percent drop in the markets um, over the over the coming, you know, three to six months. But I will say that, you know, if I go back to like 2000, let's go back to 2008 and 2009, the stock market dropped like 51, 52 percent. And then in that latter half of 2009, it rose like 30 something percent. Mm -hmm. So again, if you have a tactical strategy where you can avoid much of this downturn and then take advantage of potentially a back half of the year recovery, where maybe if you were riding the whole wave down, you're not back to positive, but what happens if you didn't have to ride the whole wave down and then you were able to take advantage of a 20 or a 30% recovery towards the latter part of the year and add that to you know what, what small losses you had and now you're in a much better spot than someone that rode it all the way down and then was starting to ride it back up. So I think, if, again, if I was going to put my you know crystal ball prediction out there, I would agree that there's a likelihood that in the coming three to six months, you're likely to see lower returns and, and lower levels on the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. But I will say that I think it's very possible the latter half of 2023, you could see a decent recovery, some pretty dramatic returns. But that doesn't mean that you're going to all of a sudden, if you roll it all the way back down, that you're going to be back to even. I, I don't believe 2023 is going to end up that way. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.